Marty in the Morning on RTE Lyric FM with Spry Finance. Keep living the life you love. Now, that's, uh, that's Water Music, suite number two, and uh, it's the Irish Baroque Orchestra and uh, Peter Whelan, who is uh, the conductor. Not only is he the conductor, but he's driving the bus and he's in front of me. Um, you're welcome, Peter. Good morning. Thanks so much. It's great to be back, Marty. Nice to see you, sir. Um, you haven't changed a bit. Oh, well, I hope so. I feel a bit older, but you, you never know. <laughs> these, I would never worry about these things. Listen, uh, firstly, you're on the road. Uh, as I say, conducting and driving, you're on the road to, uh, well, in Dublin and also in Wexford. That's right. We have our Messiahs coming up. It's that time of year again. Yeah. Uh, we have a performance uh, which is now sold out in, in Patrick's Cathedral on, on Friday and then uh, down in um, Wexford Opera House on Saturday. Um, I believe there are tickets still left for that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's the highlight of our year. You know, we like... Uh, we love Baroque music. We love celebrating Handel. We're always telling the story about how Handel was in Dublin. Yes, and sharing that with our audiences. So um, it's 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 yeah, it's it's basically the highlight of our year. I'm still pretty sure that he's the only uh, famous composer who has his own hotel in <laughs> Dublin. It always every time I turn that corner it makes me laugh. Yeah, when the you Handel turn off from, from the Liffey. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I remember when I was a kid, they had an anniversary there, and I got a day off school to go and uh, and hear the Messiah been sung there by our, our I think it's Our Lady's Choral Society. Oh, really? But I was such a keen uh, or nerdy kid that I really was desperate to be there I remember that we off school for the day for that but yeah. I still have the little programme from that I think it was like one of the like 200 years or something Isn't that like that funny yeah. what is it about about, about Handel like you obviously love the music of course you do you wouldn't be doing what you what we do if you didn't what is it about it do you, do you, do you that hits you that grabs you yeah it's a great question because you know Handel wrote so much stuff um, uh, but the Messiah seems to speak to a lot of people I mean there's some really great choruses in it um it tells the story in a really human way. You know, it's this time of year people want to, to listen to the you know the, the, the story of the of of the passion, but it's a very positive message as well. But yes. I think it's just a lot of like um, really great tunes, uh, bangers of choruses. You know, they just you can they really really get in on you, and then just beautiful beautiful arias that, that everybody knows. But it's an important you know, we have a great culture of, of, of classical music in Ireland and it kind of dates back to then and so I think people can hold on to that um, part but of history. I think, and I think you're right and, and I think we, we, we relate to it and as you say, in these days when things are not so positive um, how fantastic to have this uh, idea that there's a positive end to this, if you will, and that we look on the, as the fellow said, always look on the bright side of life. Absolutely. Not to yeah. be quoting the life of Brian <laughs> in this context, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do know what you mean. And actually, yeah. it was, you know, the, if the context for, for Handel coming to Ireland, it was one of the very first charity concerts ever. It was like the first Live Aid, because of course it was a, a terrible time for, for Ireland. It was, a, you know, of course it's a famine in, in the 1840s, but there was a much bigger one in fact in the 1740s and the money from that first performance was given to charity so and ever since I think it's maybe the the the, the piece where, where you know that's raised most money for for good causes over over the years so it's a it's a very significant big work yeah now uh, this Friday is uh, the uh, St Patrick's, and then you're down to Wexford. That's right. Yeah. I love uh, you've played Wexford, of course. Oh my before. God, I love it. Such it a beautiful, is, isn't place. it a beautiful uh, theatre? Everything about it. It's gorgeous, and I, you know the the it's a, just a beautiful. Uh, it's, I think it's one of the best opera houses in Europe. So many people come over. Like I work with a lot of singers these days. Yeah, they're just crazy about it. It's so beautiful. And actually, having said that, there's there's now a new hall in the Royal Irish Academy of Music, the, the White Hall, which looks very similar. It's a smaller scale thing, but that kind of beautiful. A wood effect uh, 
Um, but the Opera House, yeah, there's 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 nowhere better in Ireland. I, I'd love to go and see. A it's just myself. gorgeous. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. We might be there again next next year. You never know. <laughs> with one of our own. Uh, speaking of of concerts, of course, we should explain. Um, you played a bassoon. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's how I started. Yeah. But is, but are you, you're still playing it, aren't you? Not so much. You know, I've got a couple of students now on on, on the go. I live in London, and I, I have yeah. um, a couple at the, the Royal Academy. But mostly now, it's waving my arms around. This is my 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 midlife crisis in full flow. <laughs> so I'm conducting uh, uh, all, all around the world now. Um, but I still, you know, when I meet bassoonists or students like that, uh, like I was off with San Francisco Opera this time last year, and the way home stopped off in New York, and you, you know, you can meet the bassoonists at Juilliard and, and, and talk to them. There's so much to share, you know. Uh, of course. After after maybe 20 years holding on to the. But you but yeah. You, yeah but you presumably still play it like at home. You still <laughs> get out the old bassoon. Yeah, not so much actually. It's in it's in its case but underneath you not need the. To. Um, I, I still feel that's the interesting thing about, about conducting as well is that you still as long as you're making music I really would miss that but it doesn't matter how you do it so sometimes I play the harpsichord as well when I'm in front of an orchestra if I'm making a sound I'm very happy but it doesn't matter how it turns out it's yeah. funny that because you think you'd be very attached to one instrument but it's music that's the important thing for me isn't you. that funny because I assumed that you'd have to keep it up you know <laughs> particularly if you're giving lessons to other is it bassoon lessons you're giving I do get bassoon and, and chamber music lessons that's right, that's right. but yeah you have to, you're you, you have to keep your lip in with all the wind instruments like 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 trumpet players. So I believe. Yeah, but your fingers still know what to do and your your body knows where it all is, your muscle memory. So after a few hours you're you're back in form basically, yeah. Right. So that's your excuse, is it? That's my that's excuse. That's very nice, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice try. A nice try to get away from it. Um, and seeing as you're here and seeing as you're not playing the bassoon, uh, we have you playing the bassoon. Oh. And I think it's important to have you playing the bassoon. <laughs> nice. Don't we have him playing the bassoon? Yes, we do have him playing the bassoon. Uh, and um, it's a bit of a Valdi bassoon concerto. And it's you. Do you remember what you used to sound like? Well, here you are. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
sound is a little bassoon uh, concerto. I have Peter Whelan with me. And reminder, it is the Irish Baroque Orchestra and Chamber Choir Ireland. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, yeah, and a lot of music. Um, uh, it, it, it's, it's a great experience, you know, because uh, standing where I do, you get all the energy from the, from yes. the singers and, and the instrumentalists, and then you feel the, you know, the audience's reaction as well behind you. So it's uh, you're really in the centre of things. I'm very grateful for that experience. And it still time. excites. It still excites you. It still you. gets yeah. you every time. The Alleluia Chorus, every single time, uh, you know, you, you get the, the goosebumps and the shivers. Yeah, it's great. Uh, now, listen, you're in, you're, there's something else I want to bring up, um, um, and that is uh, you're working with Irish National Opera next year. That's right, yeah. Who We're, never seem to stop. They never seem to stop. They're doing so much. Uh, it's amazing the work that they're doing, actually, isn't it? Like uh, every time oh, they're you, fantastic. you look away, there's a new opera uh, up and running. Uh, all thanks to, to, to Fergus Shiel and the team they have there. But um, yeah, we're, we're doing another opera next year. We're, we're back at the... Uh, Royal Opera House it's a, it's a co-production of the Royal Opera House and the Irish National Opera we're travelling all over Ireland I think we're starting in Tralee and then we're going to we tour from there and then we spend quite a chunk of time over in, in London at the Royal Opera House itself um, I think for a couple of weeks um, it'll be two weeks in the Royal Opera House that's, that's, that's right something. we were there last year so it's yeah. great that they invited us back we had, a, we had a lovely time and then that that tour finishes in, in, in Switzerland but um, yeah, it's, a, it's a lovely collaboration we have still on the go with, with, with the Irish National Opera but isn't that fantastic to be to have a, you know that sort of collaboration at that level and and what that brings and also it means that uh, uh, INO have you know, the, the tentacles reaching out and further and further and further, which is a very good sign. It's it's really amazing, and it's such a testament to the to, to the work they're doing. But also, it just shows, you know, we like with so many cultural things in Ireland, we we, we punch above our weight, yeah, and we can really carry our own. And we were very fortunate last year for our the, the other Vivaldi production. We won a, a, an Olivier Award for that, and um, just since then, you know, with with the Irish Baroque Orchestra, we, we got invitations to work like all over Europe, and we will have more news about that. Some big festivals coming up next year, hopefully. And you're conducting Vivaldi. That's right, yeah, yeah, that's right, I'll be doing that. Badgesette? This, uh, this, uh, I was doing Badgesette last year, and this next year is going to be a, an opera called L'Olympiade, which is about the Olympics, because it's the Olympic year, and right. so that was, like, well chosen. But, like, not many people know about uh, Vivaldi's opera. It's great music, you know, he's, he's just a wonderful composer. We know the Four Seasons, but he's uh, just a really wonderful opera con- uh, composer as well, and it's great sharing that with people. I think we were the first people to play Vivaldi in the Royal Opera House as well. Uh, um, really? So, yeah, so there's a lot of firsts, yeah. yeah. For, for, uh, for but, but you're travelling the world uh, conducting opera. That's right. Sometimes it's I do fantastic. a bit of that. <laughs> Thanks very much. There's yeah. nothing you won't do, is there? <laughs> no. Well, we'll see. You, you know, yeah. You, it's, as I say, it's a mid a midlife crisis. But you just are just following it. It's amazing to see what, what you can do if you kind of have an open mind and you want to make music. Of do you know what's funny? Them. The more I listen to you, uh, do, do you know who you remind me of? Who? You know, Joe Chibby, who runs, <laughs> oh, yeah. who runs the orchestra. You're very like him in your your kind of approach, and the, it's kind of yeah, we're doing that. Oh yeah, we're doing this. Oh yeah. Well, that's and a huge compliment. And Joe's a great man, so well, I'll a, take well, that. Well, it's a compliment to both of you because because yeah. it is about oh, we can all sit back and talk about things and not do them. Yeah. But to, to, you get you get up and you say, "No, I'm going to do that." You could have stuck with the bassoon. You think, "No, no, hang on a second, I can do lessons there, not even bother to play it, and then <laughs> I can do I can conduct opera, and then suddenly and it's the Irish Baroque Orchestra, Chamber Choir." Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? All these different things. So you're a bit of a nomad, based in London. That's but, right. But well, I, I, I travel around an, an awful lot, yeah, but uh, that's the. the nature of the beast where you're doing operas in different places you're very often gone for two or three months at yes, a time yes I know um, so but you're travelling around but it, it, it's, it's a great adventure you know you get so much from the music from the energy of people who, who are who are performing and it's really rewarding if you feel that you can enable musicians to do their best and try to work with you know directors and, and try to connect with audiences so it, it's, it's a really fulfilling work so I, I actually I never really feel tired from it it gives 
so much better. Sure. Basically. I say it affects your private life dreadfully because you're trying to have live a life if you have a partner I don't know but it must be very difficult yeah you have to kind of always balance that out they yes. say they say this uh, 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 you have these opera widows the person left behind for the few few months that you're away but uh no it, it, it's it's a it's a balancing act but um you know if you have somebody in your life who's understanding and understands yes. that you're doing good yeah. work then well, it, it, it kind of works well. yeah but also has to be somebody who as a fellow said who's there when you come back yeah exactly <laughs> you know, where you so, far, so, good, so, so far so good so far so good well thank god for yeah, that yeah um, we have to finish with the Hallelujah Chorus because there's oh, no absolutely. point in doing this without it. Absolutely. Uh, I wish you the best. By the way, uh, a question I always ask, is it a 7.30 or an 8 o'clock start? Do you know? I think it's a 7.30. You think in, uh, it's, yeah, a it's a 7.45 in, in St. Patrick's, for, for, which is an unusual one, but I think yeah. the, the, I think the um, You think it might be 7.30 in Wexford? Yeah. I ask this question always because everybody in Ireland thinks everything's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Well, and that's changing. I would double-check that one yeah. as well. Maybe, uh, but yeah. if you're there, ready to enter the building, at 7.30 I would be suspecting you might be slightly late so maybe 7.15 to be there I just think it's a good idea because we, we, we don't think about it properly we always think it's 8 o'clock listen thank you Peter it's 7.30 is it? ah there you go the voice of reason great 7.30 that's really um, so it's uh, this Friday uh, in Dublin but it's it's sold out uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral but it's at the National Opera House in Wexford on Saturday Irish Baroque Orchestra Chamber Choir Ireland Handel's Messiah and all this magnificence as says here and it's true and the great Peter Whelan would be giving it socks God bless you thanks a million Marty good to see you again are we ready then bring in the handle <laughs>